Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia, and it is time for the tea. Tea time with Dr. Tarver is a wellness podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. Welcome to October, y'all. Here we are in yet another month. I'm sure that time is going by quickly for you as it is going by for me. Uh, it seems as if my mom used to say, as you get older, time just seems to fly on by faster. So October is known for a lot of different wellness things. Um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we SIDS Awareness Week. We also all, uh, honor families who have lost infants. And we are in this process of fall, which is a time of recovery, rejuvenation, and transformation as we prepare for winter. It's often a time where we take stock of what is going on in our lives and start thinking about what changes we wanna make and who we wanna show up and be. And so this is a good opportunity, I think, for me to start a series, Relax, Relate, Release. If you ever watched The Different World, you remember the episode in which Debbie Allen came on and she was talking to Whitley Gilbert and she said, relax, relate, release, and Whitney kept saying it over and over again. And so that's what I want us to do this month. I want us to relax, relate, and release. And we're going to be talking a lot about anxiety and how anxiety interferes with us, sometimes being able to access those parts of ourselves that allow us to relax, relate, and release. And, and I want to be clear, I don't ever want you to think that a life without anxiety is the goal because it's not. What we want to do is begin to be in peace and harmony and acceptance with our anxiety, our overthinking, if you will, and be able to harness it in ways that allow us to be able to have the type of lives we deserve and care about. So let's get into it, shall we? So this topic for the week is stopping the spiral, releasing yourself from overthinking. Um, you, much like me, are probably an overthinker or you have been an overthinker uh, maybe at various points in your life, I've had things that have just stayed in my mind state and I've had a hard time releasing them. They've been with me in the car. They've been with me at nighttime. It's like a bedtime story, right? Every night it shows up. It is that unwelcome visitor. They're so rude. They show up when you don't want them to, when you're in the shower, when you have a moment of peace, when you need to be focused on other things. And overthinking just is paralyzing. And so what it ends up doing is it takes up so much space with us that it stops us from being able to do the things that we need to do. And, you know, unfortunately with the challenges of anxiety being just kind of ongoing, and particularly during periods of higher stress, we often feel kind of paralyzed to the point where we don't feel like we can make any changes. And we just begin to be those people that are uh, constantly accused of, uh, accused of being overthinkers or um, wanting to have control all the time, control freaks, if you will. And it makes us feel like, okay, well, that's just going to be my existence. Everything is going to feel like a chore. Um, things that other people are able to make decisions about are going to be harder for me. And so it can be, you know, to a point where you almost feel a little hopeless about it. So what exactly is overthinking? Overthinking um, runs the gambit. It can be this constant conversation you have in your head where you're over criticizing yourself or you're picking apart um, decisions that you're making you're putting so much weight on these decisions that you're fretting about what the future holds it makes it really hard to live in the present 
of these moments. You're just so terrified you're going to make the wrong choice um, and, and, and that it's going to have these very negative consequences that you're going to be living with for the rest of your life. Um, things that people are able to discard and move on with, we sit and we ruminate on throughout the day what that colleague said, what our friend said, what a family member said, um, and, and they don't even think anything about it, but it sits with us and it sets up it, um, a, a tent and it starts camping inside our mind. And we just agonize over so many things, what we're going to wear, what we're going to post on social media. Is that the right thing to eat? Those curtains. Well, what if that pillow doesn't go well with that couch? Well, do I really want to go to school? Maybe going to school right now isn't a good idea. Last time I went to school, I was taking on too much. I was overwhelmed. Do I want to take that job? Maybe I don't really want to move to that place. Maybe I'm just really not ready to go anywhere and I just need to be still, right? <laughs> As you can see, it's just never ending. I think about that commercial where you'd search a term and then all of these other things would open up and you're just like, what, how did I even, how did I even get here? But it leads to regret and we beat ourselves up and we're just constantly in this state of judgment over and over again in our lives about ourselves. And, and as you know, that can lead to overeating, drinking, all these unhealthy coping mechanisms, being in relationships that aren't giving us what we need, um, women are more prone to overthinking than men are. Uh, we can thank our estrogen for that, ladies. Testosterone is kind of protective for the men in that way. Um, but also just as we're in periods of transition in our lives, 20s to 30s, uh, 40s to 50s, and then as we get older, there are just things that we think more about. Things have more weight. We're, we're concerned about death. We're concerned about life, families, um, education, all of these things. And so those are, uh, those are triggers. Um, but, but what ends up happening with the overthinking, because we get so caught in the thought itself, it becomes a barrier to actually engaging in action. And you may have uh, realized, because I, I say frequently that fear stops us from doing a lot of things. You may have realized that at points in your life that you have not moved because you've overthought something so much that you just didn't want anything to do with it anymore. It just became like too many options, too many windows open at one time. I can't focus on all of those things. We and sometimes learn in childhood to second guess ourselves. If you had a parent that was critical or was fearful or people that didn't validate you and didn't allow you to be able to work through anxieties and be able to take risks and chances and encourage your decision making and problem solving ability, then it, it can be really stifling in adulthood. Um, and so what what we really want to do is get to a point where we are not stuck in the thinking process and we're able to free ourselves up and move. Again, anxiety is going to be there. I'm going to have a relationship with anxiety, but I get to determine what type of relationship that's going to be. So here's some strategies. Um, change the mental scenery. Sometimes we just need to get out of, uh, we can become prisoners of our mind, right? So we just need to get out of that. Um, let me go for a walk. Let me um, go do a task, do a project, enjoy a craft. Um, I'm, um, I'm going to see my niece. I'm going to get to paint with her. And so that's one of the things that I look forward to, right? So it, it takes you just out of that moment. Uh, we've talked a lot about the senses and how important it is to connect with them. What are things that I can do to engage my sense of smell? Do I want to bake something? Do I want to have some aromatherapy? My sense of touch? Do I want to feel a type of fabric or a type of object underneath me or the ground underneath me? Do I want to be connected to nature in that way where I'm just feeling, I'm absorbing everything around me in space? Am I uplifting and listening to uplifting music or something that's positive, energizing sounds? Um, am 
I doing things that allow me to connect with water? Because sometimes water can be very, very soothing as well. Um, mindfulness, right? We're going to bring that awareness back. And this month, we're going to talk a lot about just being in the present moment. We, when we're worriers, when we are people that overthink, we tend to be in the future or we tend to be in the past. So here we are in the, stuck in the place of regret. No, see, I don't want that to happen again, so I'm not going to do that. Or in the future, like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm afraid to do that, right? So either way, it's still coming from this place of fear. We're not trusting ourselves and our ability to be able to make decisions or be able to move in directions because it's uncomfortable because we don't necessarily know the outcome. And we thought of 50 different scenarios, most of which were catastrophizing, and they end up in some negative space. I do encourage people to set aside that time to worry because you do need time to actually think through things. So let me think through and organize my thoughts into what are things that I can control, what are things that I can put a plan in place for, and what are things that really are outside of my control and I'm giving a lot of energy to, but there's nothing that's gonna come from me giving this energy. You know how you think about making a decision 50, 75 times, you still come back to the same decision that you made the first time. Why did I need those other 74 times when I knew what I needed before because I had thought about it and, and, and I thought about what I needed, what I wanted, what I desired and what I deserved. Affirmations, like we've really got to get out of that space of the negative experiences, either that others have given us or that we've taken on and begin to see ourselves as people who can make choices in the moment right now that's the best choice for me right so i may change my mind at some point this decision isn't something that can alter my life necessarily for 50 years oftentimes our fears are based in things that are not realistic so they have a chance of possibly happening but the chance is very slim but in our minds we elevate the outcome so that no this is a 95 percent chance of happening but if i challenge those distortions like mm, how likely is that going to happen sometimes we realize okay maybe five percent not 95 percent right? What are other times that I've made decisions and, and they've turned out well? What are times when I've gone with my first choice and I've been able to move on and not stay stuck in something? We do this on tests, right? We'll second guess our answers and then we'll end up saying, Ugh, I should have went with my first choice. Often in life, unless you're an impulsive person and overthinkers are usually not impulsive. So that's probably not your, your, um, your case. So if you're a person that thinks through things, you are already a rational person. You do have the capacity to make good decisions. So you setting aside that time needs to be very solution focused time so that I'm working toward a behavior. I want to move. I don't want to be stuck in the overthinking. I want to actually do something that's going to propel me forward. And even if that thing feels very uncomfortable to me, it is the moving forward that's going to allow me to be able to free myself up in my mind. Visualize where you want to be. It's important for us to see where we're going. What is it that I want? Who is it that I want to be? Where would I like to go if I weren't so constricted by this fear? Because if you see that, then you're going to be able to put some things in place to have that happen, to create that timeline, to get those steps, to have that accountability partner, to get that therapist. Hey, I want to do this, but I'm really scared. Let's work through it together. As you go through your decisions, you want to make sure that, yeah, guess what? Give myself some grace. I may make a mistake. But that doesn't mean that I have to be penalized for the rest of my life for the mistake. And some of us are holding on to hurt from past decisions that is stopping us from being able to move forward. It's okay. We can learn from things and apply them without have to, having to be petrified in that moment. And a lot of times we get so fearful that we don't even realize that we're not moving. So being able to visualize that, see that, talk through that allows us to be able to get in that space 
before we were able to make a decision and be able to propel ourselves. Your triggers, what are they? What happened? Who said it? <laughs> uh, what experience is allowing me to be stuck in this place? Those are the things that I need to really figure out so that I don't let my mistakes continue to control my future. Regulating our emotions. Sometimes we just need to learn how to be able to soothe ourselves because I'm spiraling because I'm feeding it. So allowing myself to be able to calm my body down, connect with my emotions. What is it that I really need in this moment? Do I need reassurance? Do I need someone to be there? Do I need guidance? Or do I just need to learn how to, hey, you can do this, right? Those mantras, those affirmations, telling myself I have the capacity to do this and be able to, to say to myself, hey, you've got all the skills and resources to do this. So let's calm down and be able to move forward with the decision as I practice love and kindness toward myself. And I want you all to know that, you know, in the overthinking, um, when you get in that loop, you get in that cycle, this is, I'm uh, writing a book, I know you all have wanted me to, to write, so I'm writing a book, um, and it's called The Language Loop, so talking more and more about this cycle that we can get on, but you can break that cycle of overthinking because any aspect of that cycle you change, you challenge those distortions, you replace them with healthier thinking patterns, you challenge um, these, these statements that you believe that aren't based in any reality, then you can get out of that language loop. So this is what we're talking about in this month. This is what we're focusing on in this month. So I want you all to begin to start this process of thinking about what are the things that are keeping me stuck in fear. So I can create a plan as I move through this month of relaxing, relating, and releasing to be able to let go of some of those things that are keeping me held down and be able to allow myself to flourish and get the life that I deserve. Okay, you can recenter yourself, you can trust in yourself, you can encourage yourself, but more importantly, you all, please be well.